Shalom Aleichem. We are learning Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef ben Yamin, ben Rabbi Nasha Kaltman. The Kutasichis Chilik Tesvav tell this Aleph. This is a fundamental Sicha that gives us an insight into the Avoida of Avram, the Avoida of Yitzchak, and how it impacts their children, their descendants. Very, very Gishmaka um, Sicha, where the, all the details, the elements of Parshas Toldus all uh, serve to explain to us and to, to create this point of understanding Yitzchak and his Aveda in this world. So we're going to begin like this. The Medrash says that the Vav of Ve'ela means that this is a continuation to what was brought previously. That this is continuing that which was discussed earlier in the end of Parshish Chayisara, the children, the offspring of Yishmael. So who is uh, being discussed as, as a continuation to Yishmael? Esav and his offspring, his children, Esav was the son of Yitzchak. As Midve'ele tells us Yitzchak, where it gemeint Esav as his gunner Rasha, as Yishmael. That here, when the Pasuk says, the Ela told us Yitzchak, he's referring to Yishmael, who was a Rasha, who was a wicked person, just like Yishmael was a wicked person. And this is why the word told us is missing a Vav after the Dalit, before the last Tzav. To exclude Yaakov from the uh, category of Rishoim that, that, that are being discussed. Now, Rashi, Alasa, Rashi here says, Esav and Yaakov are Murim Beparsha. The Teldus refers to Esav and Yaakov. But in this Sicha, we are not looking at the Rashi. We're looking at the Medrish, which the Medrish says that Eilat Teldus refers to Esav specifically, Darfram Farshtein, and therefore we have to understand. The Balder Medrish Taitz Ve'Eilat Teldus Begemer Af Esavin, Darfman Zogin, Azarikirad Goshein, Posiglet, and Pirisha Medrish. Is Nitev Yainkiven, not Af Esavin. We must say that when it says Ve'Eilat Teldus, the Medrish is telling us that the emphasis of this Posig is on Esav, not Yaakov, is Tamua. This raises the question, Aleph, Vugifintman, as in the Sedrez, Ozain Merad Goshe, Af Esavin, Viaf Yainkiven. We're in this Parsha. Do we see a greater emphasis on Esav more than on more than on Yaakov? Beis veikir. More importantly, veikem and bechalal zogin as veela till this Yitzchak zeisav unit Yaakov. How could you say that? How could you say that when the pasuk says these are the children, these are the offspring of Yitzchak? It should be referring to Esav and not Yaakov. Yaakov is a uh, at least an equal. I mean, we would say greater, but at least an equal. He was a twin. He had. He was a brother of Esav. Why would the offspring be more Esav than Yaakov? Especially since the Parsha is called Teldus. The Rebbe mentioned this in the Fabrengen, that the name of the Parsha is Teldus. The whole Parsha is really not talking about the children of Yaakov, of Yitzchak. It's talking about Yitzchak himself, as he's going to say in a moment. So how do you name a Parsha Teldus and then speak about Esav and not Yaakov? And then not even speak about Esav in the Parsha. Not that much, at least. They're close up beard in them. So right away we're gonna get we're, we're gonna get to the core explanation. In other words, the Sikh is going to explain it at length, but right away we're gonna get to the core explanation. Their taken from Parsha's Tildis is in Yonai Vavedas Yitzchak. The theme of Parsha's Tildis is Yitzchak's Avaida. 
It's all about Yitzchak. The previous parshas, even though Yitzchak was mentioned, where it was really about Avram. In the later parshas, the uh, the it's about Yaakov Avinu. This parsha is the Aveda of Yitzchak. Toldes of his children. Zayin gain King Gerar. The fact that he went down to Gerar. Chafiris is the digging of the wells. The brachis Yitzchak and the brachis that Yitzchak gives to Yaakov and to Esav. And by the way, these three details are important. They're going to be mentioned uh, later on. Going to Grar, digging the wells, and the Beruches Yitzchak, and obviously the Tildes. And since the uniqueness of Yitzchak, what makes Yitzchak stand out is his relationship with Esav compared to relative to the relationship of Avram and Avram and Yishmael. The Riber, in other words, what is Yitzchak's uh, uh, uniqueness? The fact that he had a special relationship with Esav, as will be explained later on throughout the Sicha. The Riber Eibzichon the Sederim Itveila Tildes Yitzchak, and this is why the Sederim starts with these words: Ze Esav, referring to Esav, as the Shem Vitechen Asederim Tildes Inem Muvon from Avedes Yitzchak Umaisav that the name was made Eichzan to tell this in the Muvon from Avedes Yitzchak Umaisav. Sorry, that the name Teldus, which includes also the deeper meaning of Teldus, his 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 Aveda, like it says, Masayin Shel Tzadikim Maisim Tovim, their deeds, their actions are also called their Teldus. Is naked in them? Where do you see Yitzchak's Teldus? Where do you see Yitzchak's Aveda? Is in them? Was for Eil Teldus Esav in the fact that his children. His offspring is Esav. In other words, the whole Parsha, everything that occurs in the Parsha, is going to boil down to the relationship of Yitzchak and Esav. And this explains, this is the answer. I mean, I mean, we still have to explain this, what, this, what does this even mean? But the, the Nekudah, the, the answer in a nutshell is that in the, in the Parshish Teldes, we are focusing on Yitzchak's Aveda, and the overarching theme of Yitzchak's Aveda is his relationship with Esav, because that is where Yitzchak was unique. The fact that he has a relationship with Yaakov is obvious. Yitzchak, Yaakov is the, is the uh, successor of Yitzchak. But to have a relationship with Esav, that's unique, and that will be discussed in the Sicha. Now, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to compare Avram and Yishmael to Yitzchak and Esav. That's what we have in Sif Beis. In the Mechilek, there's Yishmael, Shaychas, Avram, and Esav, Shaychas, Yitzchak, in this, the difference between Yishmael's relationship to Avram and Esav's relationship to Yitzchak, and we find two opposites. We find a dichotomy. From Einzeit is Yishmael given enter Beruchnius to Avram, the Esav to Yitzchak. On the one hand, we find a, some a, cl a closeness that Yishmael has to Avram that Yitzchak does not have. The Esav does not have to Yitzchak. From Yishmael, a tshuva geton bechayi aviv. We know that Yishmael did tshuva during his father's lifetime. That was the word beseiva toiva. We discussed this uh, in last week's sicha as well. Umistaber loimar. It's sensible to say. It's logical. That the tshuva that Yitzchak did, that Yishmael did, was was uh, influenced by Avram. 
Mashenkin by Esavin, gefint men nit as a zot chuvaton. By Esav, we do not find that he should do chuva, but adirabe leit pirush rachazal, huskir be pirush rashi be parshaseinu. According to the chazal teller to us, Rashi brings it down. Hotter be es misosei, ma'akev ben kvuras yakev ben ras machpela. Even in his last day on this earth, he was trying to stop Yaakov's burial into the Maras Machpela. In, in, in the, this week's parasha, it says that Rivka said, Why should I lose both of you in the same day? Now, they didn't die in the same day, but they were buried on the same day. Because when Yaakov wanted to be, when Yaakov was brought to the Maras Machpela, Esav tried to stop it. Uh, in the interim, Naftali ran to Mitzrayim. To get the document that proved that Yaakov was the was the rightful owner. In the meantime, Chushim Ben Don, who was deaf, didn't realize what was going on. He clapped his hands and he severed Esav's head, and it rolled into the Maras Machpelah. And they, so, therefore, ultimately, they were both buried on the same day. So we see that even on his last day on this earth, he was still competing. He was still opposed to Yaakov and to everything that Yaakov stands for. So on the one hand, we find that Yishmael did shuvah, which means that it, Abram had some level of impact on him, while Esau did not do shuvah. Lidoch Kisa, on the other hand, Ober is Avram Yotzav and Nifred Vimenu Yishmael. When Yishmael, and God continues to know, there's an expression that Chazal tells us, Avram Yotzav Vimenu Yishmael, that Avram Yishmael came from him. Yitzchak Yotzav Vimenu Esau, that Yitzchak Esau came from him. But Yaakov, his bed was complete, which means that all of his children followed in his way. So in, in Lekutatei, in, in Chassidus, the, the, the Alter Rebbe explains that Yatsam doesn't just mean he came from him, that he was his biological child, but Yatsam in Nifrimen, he left him, that Yishmael left Avram, he separated himself from Avram. When Yishmael did not continue at all, and Yishmael did not have the, the, the classification of a yid, under Fares did not give any from Avram, and therefore he could not be an heir of Avram, as was discussed last week in the Sicha of Chayisar. This state in Pasukla Yid has been Amazes and Yitzchak that this son of the maid will not inherit together with Yitzchak. Mashein Kain Esav. But not so with Esav. And even though with regards to Esav, it also says that Esav was Yatsam Imenu, which we're translating to mean he left his father. He went away from him. He separated from him. Yitzchak Yatsam Imenu Esav. Is as aber given in an eifin as as verbliben a Yisrael mumer. But still, he left his father Yitzchak, but he remained a Yid. A mumer, an apostate. A mumer literally means a mishumid. A, a convert, like someone who converts away from Yiddishkeit. But a mummer can also mean someone who goes against the Abishter. I think uh, one of the English words for it might be an apostate. If I'm saying it right. But he was a Yisrael mummer. He was a Yid. And Yishmael was a Yiddish. That I gave, a, I gave the Harsayer as an inheritance to Esau. So Yishmael... Yishmael, on the one hand, Yishmael had a closer connection to Avram and he did tshuva, but nevertheless, he wasn't his son. He wasn't his Yiddish, and he wasn't considered a Yisrael. And Esav, on the other hand, did not do tshuva. Esav, on the other hand, as we said, was fighting Yaakov all the way along, but he was still a Yisrael, and he was still a rightful heir uh, from Yitzchak. And this, as we're going to see soon, is the meaning of Yitzchak, Yitzchak, that Yitzchak has a connection with Esau, despite the fact that 
that Esau doesn't follow in Yitzchak's footsteps, nevertheless, they have an intrinsic connection. Esau is his child. Esau is his Yiddish, his ear. And Esau remains part of Bnei, uh, not Bnei Yisrael, but remains part of Yidin, so to speak, despite his actions. The them. Why is it like this? Why is it? Why does it happen that Yishmael is not a Yiddish and Yishmael is not uh, considered a Yisrael and Yisav is? So seemingly we could say that if we don't look at the father, if we look at the mother, there's a major distinction. Yishmael's mother was a, was a maid. Yisav's mother was uh, was was married to Yitzchak. Was one of the Imois. So that's what Ishmael is Nitkan Ken Israel and Ken Yadesh. Is this the fire of says Gana Ben Oma? Will be the Pasak is Madgish Kila Yidash Ben Oma Zesim Benifun Sara. Ishmael was only the maid's daughter, maid's son, and therefore he can't be Yadish, he can't inherit together with, with Sara's child, who is the more legitimate child. But Esau was the son of Rivka, just like Yaakov was, and therefore he has, he has a Yerusha. That might have been a suggestion. But we're going to see in a, right now that that's not a good explanation. But when we look at Yaakov's children, Yaakov also had children that were sons of the maids. He had two, uh, Bila had two children, Zilpa had two children, and nevertheless they are part of the completeness of Yaakov's bed, of the fact that all of his children uh, went in his followed in his footsteps and created a sense of completion, including the Bnei Ashvachis, including the children of the maids. In contrast to Avram and Yitzchak, who their sons, one of their sons, left them. Is move on, so from this we can understand, as far that before Matan it was possible even for the child of a maidservant to be considered a Yisrael and to be considered a son, an ear. So, so, so this brings us back to our original question. Why is there such a distinction between Yishmael and Esav? Was the fact that Esav got a din Yisrael, that Esav had the din of a Yid, although it was Yishmael who did Shuvah. So from this we're going to have to, we are compelled to conclude as that the relation, the relationship, the connection of Yitzchak to Yishmael is much deeper than the connection of Yishmael to Avram. Azavos is um uphengik, funchuvatan, one that is independent regardless of his doing tshuva. He is connected to Avram to to his father Yitzchak on a, a on a deep level, and Yishmael doesn't have that. So, Siv Beis has come to highlight the differences between between Yitzchak and Yishmael, and to between, between Yitzchak between Yishmael and Esav, and to conclude that Veila tells us Yitzchak the Esav that Yitzchak and Esav have a deep connection regardless of Esav's actions. So how do we explain this? On the one hand, Esav is very far away, he doesn't even do tshuva. On the other hand, he has this deep connection with, 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 with Yitzchak, that he's a Yerush and he's a Yisrael, etc. So how do we explain this connection? So in Siv Gimel, he's going to address, begin to explain it. And what he's going to do, he's going to say that there's two elements within Esav. 
And based on this, he's going to, I mentioned earlier the, the story how Esau's head was severed from his body and rolled into the Ma'aras Machpela. Where does it end up? There is a Gemara that says, sorry, a Targum Yenison Ben Uziel that says that it rolled into the lap of Yitzchak. And what we're going to do is we're going to say that there's two elements to Esau. There's the head of Esau and then there's the body of Esau. And that's why there's such a contrast, such a, a, a dichotomy in Esau himself, because there's two aspects of Esau. One aspect that is disconnected from Yitzchak, he doesn't do any tshuva, and he goes his own way, Yatsamimenu Nifrid. And on the other hand, there is a part of, of, of Esau that is deeply connected, he is in the lap of his father Yitzchak. Siv Gimel. So this deep connection, unique connection with Esav and Yitzchak is hinted to, is alluded to in Maimer Chazal as the Kvur of Anesha de Esav is going to be the Yitzchak that the burial of Esav's head is in the lap of Yitzchak. This raises this raises a very important question. The din is as ain kaver in Rasha Yitzchak Tzadik. The din is you're not allowed to bury a Rasha near a Tzadik. There's a story that after Alicia was buried, they were, they were out in the field and 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 there was a, a, a an evil person, a Navi Sheker, that had died. And they wanted to hide him, so they threw him into the cave where Elisha was buried. And as soon as he, as his, as his body touched Elisha, Elisha's body, he 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 awoke, he arose from the dead. Which is which the Gemara uses this to prove that that you can't bury a tzaddik, a Russian next to a tzaddik, and so much so that the Abister made this incredible nest, a nest of Tchias Amesim, and the Abister did it by himself without without sending a shliach in order to make sure that this Russia would not end up next to the tzaddik. So how could you put the head of Esav in the lap of Yitzchak? So if they're underscoring his wickedness, how could they? How could he be buried in the lap of Yitzchak? Who was a tzaddik? Is there beer in them? And here's the explanation, and this is going to be a very fundamental aspect of this sicha. The wickedness of Esav comes from the level of his body. But from the perspective of Esav's head, Esav's head, the way it is severed and separated from the body, is there Nidkein Rasha? He's not a Rasha. Adarab Erata Shaykhis Men Yitzchak, and he has a deep connection with Yitzchak. Underibir is Reisha Gibbleven Begait Vidi Yitzchak. And therefore, the head of Esav ends up in the lap of Yitzchak, because the head of Esav by itself is in a very high level. As we know, this explains that Esav comes from a very high level, a level that's even higher than Yaakov. Esav is Toyu, and Yaakov is Tikkun. And, and, um, I, I, on its essential level, Esav is, is very holy. It's only the way it comes down into this world that Esav becomes Ra'agam or Esav becomes evil. So therefore, uh, uh, 
when we look at Esav, we have to separate the Pnimius of Esav, so to speak, his Raish, his head, and the Chitzenius of Esav, the way he comes down into this world. And he brings an example in the brackets of something that on one plane is seen to be something very holy and positive, and on another plane, meaning our plane, the plane of this earth, it seem, it comes out to be a terrible thing. It says that the Satan, which is a Gemara, talking about Eov, where, where, where the Satan was Mekatelegan Eov. So it says, his intention was, was, was for the sake of heaven. The Gemara explains over there that he was worried that the Abishta is going to forget his Avatavram. So therefore, he had to be Mekatelegan Eov. Uh, or, or the case of Penina was that it says that the purpose of why Penina was, was bothering Chana was so that Chana should daven for a child. So her kavana was L'Shem Shemayim. But in the end, she was very hurtful to Chana. Similarly to the Satan, his kavana was L'Shem Shemayim. But we are kumted up lamata. But as his actions are, are descend into this world, becomes total evil. Until the fact that he caused the destruction of the first base of Mikdash and the destruction of the second base of Mikdash, which is exactly the opposite of a positive intention. So using this example, we can apply the same thing to Yitzchak, As he is born, as he is told this, Yitzchak is born. When you're looking at his head, at the source of where he comes from, But when this source, this root, comes down into this world and connects itself and encloses itself in the body of Esav, versus which is a total evil. This spark of holiness cannot shine. The, the, the lamp, the candle of the Rishayim, it flickers, it goes out. Because once the, the, the Rishayim take over, even though the nitzah, there, there was a Nitzutz, even though there was a spark of holiness there, but once it comes into this world, the spark cannot function. So now we understand that there's a difference between Pnimis and Chitzenius, Reish and Guf. Therefore, there's two elements of Esav. There's the part of Esav that goes very, very far, falls very, very far, Yatsav and Nifrit. That's Esav, the way he comes out into this world. Then there's the part of Esav that's on a very high level, and that's the Reish and the Shadish of Esav. Now, if you could say this about Esav, why not say this about Yishmo? Why can't we apply the same thing to Yishmo? So in Siv Dalad and on, He's going to explain the difference between Avram and Yitzchak. And once we understand the difference of Avram and Yitzchak, we'll understand why there's a difference between Yishmael and Esav, that Yishmael could never be the, 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 the Ben V'yerush of Avram, but, but, but Esav, at least Mitzad Reishoy, at least from the, from the angle of his head, of his root, of his source, he could be the child and heir of Yitzchak. That is not because of who Yishmael is and who Esav is. That is because of where they are getting their hashpa'ah from Avram or Yitzchak, respectively. And that's what he's going to start discussing in Siv Dalit. And this is what we're going to see, the advantage, the great, the superiority of Esav over Yishmael. Sa Yishmael and Sa Esav, Zayin Diktel 
from Avram and Yitzchak, since they are both children, offspring of Avram and Yitzchak, is Afalpiyas Yatsuv and Nifidu Mem Kenal, even though they separated themselves from their respective fathers, is in Zei Farblibin Kayachav. The power, the, 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 the potency of their father remains with them. Especially since Sadiqim are similar to their, to, to, to their creator. Since the Abishter is eternal, Sadiqim are eternal, and the, 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 the work of their hands is eternal. Certainly in their children, which is a piece of them, certainly there's a sense of eternity. So therefore the Kaya Ha'av remains with Yishmael and with Yitzchak. Even after they go their own way, does haste as in Zay brings the Charois and Yonu to Sosif and Abraham Yitzchak. What does it mean they have Kayachav? It means that they are able to carry, to bring down the holiness of Abraham Yitzchak, nor Victus Abraham Yitzchak, but Nimshech and Tutuf Chutzmund Chumakdusha in the Martus Yatsam Menu. They take the, the, the holiness of Abraham Yitzchak and they draw it down into the place that they've gone to. They've left, they've separated themselves, and they've gone outside the territory of Kedusha, but they're able to bring Avram Yitzchak into that unholy territory because they have a piece of Avram Yitzchak inside of them. The Untershade Zwischen Zay is in Velchen Eifen Azokzacharois and Zay, the Wirkung von the Avais. The difference is going to be so that up until here they both do the same thing. They both take the Kayach of their father and they bring it down into the lowest of the low where they have gone to to be able to carry on a spark of their father. But the difference is going to be how the impact of their father expresses itself in that space. When you bring down the Kedusha of the Ovis into the lowest of the low, into this world, outside of the Tchum Kedusha of the area of Kedusha, how, are, how does the, the, the Father impact that space? By Yishmael, the impact was... On the one hand, he did tshuva. On the other hand, even after doing tshuva, he remains in his original state. In the head, with a lack of a connection to Avram. Even though on a body level, he's lower than Yishmael because he didn't do tshuva. But, but from the perspective, from the angle of his head, of his source, as it is removed from the body, he is in the lap of Yitzchak. So Yishmael on the one hand did tshuva, but is disconnected from Avram. Yid Esav did not do tshuva, but he's at, at some level connected to Yitzchak. Now this will be explained uh, uh, in, in the future, Isaias, Sivav and Zion specifically. Uh, why is it that way? Why Take does, does Avram only impact Yishmael in this way and Yitzchak impacts Esav in that way? Um, before we get to that and really see if hey, would be easier to understand after Siv Zayin, but we are learning Al Piyaseder. So in Siv A, he's going to bring a dogma to this in Halacha. A dogma in Halacha of the Mechilik Ashaychas from Yishmael to Avram and from Esav to Yitzchak. To bring an example in Halacha between the, the difference between the relationship of Yishmael and Avram and the relationship of Esav and Yitzchak, we, we, we may possibly say 
categories, two explanations in what is shlichus. And he brings in the order that, that, that the Rebbe often brings three, uh, three levels of shlichus based on a chakira by the Yosef Engel. Um, but here he brings the two extremes, the two extreme levels, uh, because we're only talking about, about two different, about two different uh, approaches, Avram and Yitzchak, Avram and Yishmael and Yitzchak and Esav. One explanation is that the shliach is, is, is a separate entity. It says, but the teira creates a din as the meshaliach durch minuyah vashliach tutuf azayin asiyah is shayich zivert meshalechs. But the teira is mechadish that the shliach, the meshaliach, the sender could appoint an agent who will fulfill his this mission, and the 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 uh, the act of the shliach is associated to the meshaliach, which is a big chiddush. That if that that if a if a person says to someone go be mekadesh and isha for me go betroth a woman for me then even though it's a separate person nevertheless his action is associated to the sender. Atzveta asbara is another asbara is as the mitzias from the shliach that the mitzias of the shliach is as if he is the mishaleach. And therefore, automatically, everything he does is the Mishaleach is doing it because he is the Mishaleach. He's stepping into the shoes of the Mishaleach. He's taking the place of the Mishaleach. He's not a separate entity that is doing a mission and is associating it to his sender. He is considered as if he is the Mishaleach. So in other words, just to explain how this, how this uh, uh, becomes part of this sicha, the Chiddush of Shlichus is that you're taking two separate entities, two separate people, and you're connecting them. Either by saying that even though you're two different people, nevertheless, one person could do something for the other. Or by saying that one is like an extension of the first. So, so these two approaches is what we're trying to say here with regard to, the, uh, to, to these two relationships. With Avram and Yishmoel, Avram and Yishmoel, even though Yishmoel is doing certain things as Avram would want him to do, but nevertheless, Yishmoel represents Elam Haza. Yishmoel represents the Mata. And the Mata and, and Avram don't connect. They, they, which means to say, even though there is some level of connection, but there's still two separate entities. But Yitzchak and Esav, Yitzchak and Esav become one thing. They be like a shluch shlom kemaisai. The idea that, that it's possible for two people that are so different to be, to be considered as one thing connected to each other, this is... Where do we see this in halacha in the shluchah shalom kemaisei? So now, so so we we now understand that what we're trying to do is we're trying to to, to see how Avram and Yishmael remain disconnected, remain even the, remain two separate entities, and Yitzchak and Esav become one entity. How does this happen? Is going to be explained further in the sicha. But the example of this in Aloha is Shlichus, where there's one way of looking at it, where the two people remain two separate entities, and another way of looking at it where they become one thing, even though they're really two different people. Now we'll continue in Sivav. Sivav is going to explain to us, we started discussing in Siv Dalit. In Siv Dalit we started saying that that the reason there's such a difference between Yishchak, between Esav and Yishmael is because of the Aveda of their fathers, the impact of their fathers on them. And that because of that, 
Because of that, Esau uh, uh, Yishmoel cannot become part of Avram, and Esau could become part of Yitzchak. So in Sivav, he's going to explain the difference in the Aveda of Avram and, to, to, uh, and Yitzchak, that because of that, the, the impact they have on their children, the impact they have on the world, and ultimately the impact they have on their children is so different. The difference be- between the children of Avram and Yitzchak is is consistent with the difference in the way they, they do their Aved, they serve, they serve Hashem. Uh, amongst the differences between Avram and Yitzchak in their Avedes, Avram's Avedes with the Rechman Ma'ila Lamato. Avram's Avedes from above to below. Mamshichu Megalas Anelukos Lamato to draw down and reveal godliness in this world. When the Avedes from Yitzchak is Mimato Lamaila, Yitzchak's Avedes on the other hand is from the bottom to upwards. To Umezachech Zain Divelt Unir Ufeb Lamaila to refine the world and elevate it to above. So Avram is drawing down godliness into this world, bringing heaven down to earth as the expression goes, and Yitzchak is bringing up earth to heaven. And we see this actually in how they operated in their lives. was to bring the knowledge and the recognition, the acknowledgement of Hashem, of godliness, even to the very lowest of creations, even to the Arabs who bowed down to the dust of their feet, on their feet, the dirt on their feet, as even they, even though they are so low that they that they don't even realize that 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 it's just dirt and dust, and you can't worship such a thing. Nevertheless, Avram dealt with them to teach them about 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 the Eivister. When Yitzchak Yitzchak on the other hand, his Avedah was digging of wells. To remove the earth and the dirt, the rocks and the branches, the stones and the branches that are covering up on the living waters that are beneath the earth. Which on a deeper level, this refers to the Avedah of refreshing refining the creation mata from his lowliness from his coarseness and from his earthliness to the point that he should be able to experience feel the, the his source when his highest which is from the Therefore, he was his avodah was spreading a lakus in the world. Yitzchak's avodah was mimata lamaila. Therefore, he did chafiras beedus, which represents uh, a changing over, refining the the creation down below to, to to reveal its godly source. Now, which is the greater avodah? Which is greater, mimata lamata or mimata lamaila? So, in the next. Uh, 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 the Hemshech here till the end of Sivav and, and then Siv Zayin he's going to explain that each Aveda has a Maila that the other one doesn't have each one has an advantage over the other one and we're going to start with the Maila the advantage of the Aveda of Yitzchak which is the Aveda of Milmatala Maila each one has an advantage that the other one doesn't the when you're going down from above like Avram, then the, the world below is affected and illuminated from above. But not because the 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 the, the realm below gets changed. 
and to apply this to Avram, the fact that the Arabs would proclaim is not something that they had accomplished on them, uh, by themselves. That they were on a level to recognize that the Abishter is the Abishter of the world, or Chassidus explains that the world is Elikos. Nor Vayakri. Vayakri means he made them proclaim. It's an, it's an act that is associated with Avram. As a matter of fact, it doesn't say Vayikri that they called out in the name of Hashem. It says, Vayakri, Avram made them call out. In other words, this is something that Avram did. And therefore, even though he did influence them to recognize the greatness of Hashem, they were not elevated from their low level. On their own, they remained in the same low level, the same Arvim that they were, the same Arabs that they were before. They didn't change their lives. They did what Avram was told. They even recognized what Avram was teaching them. But then they went on to their lives to continue their lives. So Avram gave them something, but it didn't change them. But the the, the, the Yitzchak affects the, the world below that it should recognize its connection. The below becomes changed, transformed, and elevated so that we could have a connection to Elokus. Similar to the to the digging of the wells, but the arbet by state nitten bringing in a reingissen in a boir ma'im chayim from another art. The work was not to bring water from a different place and pour it into a pit, nor in grabin unant plekin the ma'im chayim. Rather, it was to dig and to reveal the 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 water, the living water. Was an behalten in the adam megufa un in the beir gufa to reveal the water in the earth in this well. Notice the difference in boir and beir. Boir is a pit. A pit is, 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 is a hole in the ground, and you can bring water from a, a, a swimming pool, a mikveh, and you can bring water from anywhere. A be'er is a well where the water comes from within the earth. So Yitzchak's Aveda was not to bring it from somewhere else, but to reveal that the earth itself has this living water that just has to be brought to the surface. So the maila of the Aveda of Yitzchak, the Aveda of Milmata Lamaila, is that the mata is changed? That the mata, the low, the, the, the below is transformed, and and and, and it's changed permanently. Unlike uh, the milmaila lamata, that even though there is an impact, but the impact is only coming from above, and therefore the below is not transformed, and therefore the impact is not is not permanent. On the other hand, there's going to be a maila in the aveda of avram in the aveda of milmaila lamata. For this very reason, there's going to be a difference, an advantage in the Hamshach in drawing down something from above. Avram is able to go down to the lowest of places. Because since he is coming with this great light from above, the location of the mata doesn't affect him. And therefore, 
in the lowest of places Avram could reach. And that's why he's able to deal with, with the, with the Arvi and with the Arabs that bow down to the dust on their feet. Because who they, what kind of person they are, how low of a person they might be, doesn't affect Avram. But what happens in the case of the Mata, in the case of the Mata Lamaila, the Mata elevates itself to, to be lifted up, to go above. But what happens? The place that it's coming from stays, stays there. The, the, the location where the Mata is coming from does not become illuminated. Think about the muscle of the digging of the wells. He said before, that how do you dig the wells? You remove the dirt and the earth and the, and the branches and the rocks. And then you, you, you reveal the living water. But, the, but the, uh, the, the, the rocks and the branches and the dirt and the dust don't get changed. They remain, they remain branches. They remain, they, they remain rocks. The, the, in other words, you're, you're uncovering something that's holy and you're elevating it but you're taking it away from its location, from its low down location, and you're bringing it to above. But the down, the, the, the location below gets left behind. And this actually, we see this in Avram and Yitzchak in how they operated in where they went. Avram left there at Yisrael, lowered himself down, descended into Mitzrayim, in Mitzorim, in the limited space, in the boundaries of Chutzlaretz, of outside Yisrael, he was able to illuminate Chutzlaretz. Because the, the, where, where the Mata is, he, the light that he's working with is so powerful that it doesn't matter how dark it is where he's going. He just gives light. Yitzchak on the other hand could not leave Eretz Yisrael. While Eretz and Eilat Mima, he was a, a whole, complete, a perfect sacrifice. He could only interact with the part of the world that's elevated. And not in the lower level of outside Eretz Yisrael. Chutzlaretz has no connection to the light of holiness. Because what Yitzchak does is Yitzchak has to lift up the mata. So if the mata is too low, if the mata is too far, then he can't deal with it. So that is the maila of Avram Zavayda. Avram Zavayda, he could, is, he could reach the lowest of the low. Yitzchak can't. So on the one hand, we said that Yitzchak changes the matter. And therefore, there's a Maila on Yitzchak's part. He, he changes the matter. Transforms it. And the change is permanent. On the other hand, the matter that he works with, it has to be something that's capable of being elevated. If it's something that is so low, like Chutzlaretz, he can't deal with it. His Eirak Dusha cannot reach it. That's the Maila of Avram. That Avram is able to reach the lowest of the low. It's interesting to point out, that in the beginning of the Sikha, he mentioned the, 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 the different discussions in the parsha. Besides for Tildesa, besides for the children, going to Gerar, digging the wells, and the Birchas Yitzchak. So now, now we're beginning to understand how this, all, uh, how this all comes together. The going to Gerar is pointing out the fact that Yitzchak couldn't go to Mitzrayim. That Yitzchak's Aved is Davke in Eretz Yisrael. 
The digging of the wells is explaining the Aveda of Yitzchak that it's Aveda Mimata Lamaila, where he reveals the Nitzutzeleki, the Mayim Chaim that exists inside the Adama. And the Birchas Yitzchak will, will address later in the Sikha. So now we understand that the Aveda of Avram and Yitzchak. Avram is Mamaila Lamata, Yitzchak is Mamata Lamaila, Avram has a Maila as, as an advantage over Yitzchak, and that is that he could reach the lowest level. Yitzchak has the advantage that when he reaches whatever he's able to reach, it's a transformational. But now we're going to apply that to the impact of Yitzchak, Avram and Yitzchak, and their children. This difference between Aveda of Avram and Aveda of Yitzchak will explain the, the difference in their children, Yishmael and Esav. From the Aveda of Avram, even when his children are on a low level, they're a Ben Ha'ama, is the son of a maidservant. They went out into, into, into the bad. Avram's influence could still reach there. And it could impact him that he should do tshuva. And therefore Avram could actually marry uh, or have children with a maidservant, and it does not contradict his Aveda. Adrab, in them Aveda. This is quite the contrary. This is the whole greatness of Avram's Aveda. As is that there is a very low level, a place of a oma, a maidservant. Uner is dort and even there he could, he could bring the light. Similarly to his children, Avram also saw Yishmael as, as the low level. And the Aveda of Avram is to impact Yishmael to change him, to try to change him. To the point that Avram asked by the Abish there that, that Yishmael should live. As we said last week, Rashi brings that Yishmael should live in the ways of Hashem. Avram has no problem marrying an Amma. Avram has no problem working with, with, with Yishmael because the lowliness, if that's a word, of, of who he's working with doesn't matter to him. Like we said before, because he's coming with Maila Lamata, he has a riboy of Ur, he has a lot of light, and he could reach the furthest, the, the furthest uh, and, and, and darkest level. But using, but using the argument that we said before, that Avram's, Avram's impact is temporary since everything that he's doing is only coming from him. It hasn't changed the below. Like we said last week also in the Sikha that after Avram dies, Nafal, Yishmael loses his connection. Is Therefore, Yishmael was not elevated from the influence of Avram. So Dargas Avram. From Yishmael's perspective, he left Avram. And therefore, Yishmael cannot be the Yerush, the ear of Avram. Especially according to the explanation that a Yerush, that an ear replaces, is, the, is basically the very uh, 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 same entity as the inheritor. So therefore, Yishmael can never replace Avram because Yishmael wasn't changed. Yishmael might have done tshuva, but who he was from his own entity, his inherent entity was not changed.
which we said before Yitzchak, what Yitzchak does is he elevates the matter itself. This would apply also to his children as that as they are born from him, as they originate from him, they remain connected, even their Metzius remains connected to Yitzchak. In other words, Yitzchak Zavida is to is to change the matter, and therefore, when he has a when he has a child, even if the child is a matter, is part of the matter, he still retains his connection with Yitzchak. And therefore, Yitzchak cannot take an amma to marry, to make to have children with. Because it was an amma, then the children of this union would have no shaykhs to, 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 it wouldn't be his son, it wouldn't be his Yerush. Yitzchak can't work with someone that doesn't have a connection to him. Because we said before, Yitzchak can only go down that far. He can't go down to the matter itself. So therefore he can't work with a ben ha'ama, and therefore he can't marry a shivcha. Esav, Esav was the child of his wife. So even though Esav wasn't good, as we'll see in a moment, but nevertheless, Esav at its source, at, at its birth, is connected to Yitzchak. That Esav could be a Yisrael, uh, uh, albeit a Mumer, but still a Yisrael, and an inheritor, and an ear, sorry. Nor. Thus is blaze mitzadereisha de Esav. The chelik elion shabai. This only affects the, 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 the higher part the higher level of Esav. Unvi reishi is mitzadatim mitzad shereshe kanal. Reishi is as its source before it's connected or when it's disconnected, severed from the body. Overvi reishi is bischabras mitn guf. But once the head connects with the body, that says in makim amatim guf matim guf. Once you go down into the low down world, is a yotz of a nifra from Yitzchak. He is he leaves. He separates himself from Yitzchak. In an eif and azerat kain shaykes nitzirak dusha in a way that he has no connection whatsoever to irak dusha. Er tut kain shuva. He tut nit kain shuva. He doesn't do tshuva. And the river is klipas Esav, ergiv the klipas Yishmo. And therefore Esav is worse than Yishmo. In other words, Esav is the extremes. On the one extreme, he's connected to Yitzchak. On the other extreme, he goes so far that he doesn't even do tshuva. Why? Because if you're looking at Esav in its source, because Yitzchak changes the matter, the, the, therefore the matter remains, is transformed. The matter always stays connected to Yitzchak. But th that's only the matter that you're able to elevate. The matter that's below that, the location from where you're elevating it from, that Yitzchak can't touch. Because Yitzchak is only working with the matter, he doesn't have the ur, the, the great ur that Avram has. And therefore, and therefore, once the Rosh of Esav connects to the Guf of Esav, he is totally disconnected from Yitzchak. He can't, Yitzchak can't even influence him to do tshuva. In the parentheses, in the brackets, he points out these two approaches of Avram and Yitzchak are a preparation to the Aveda of Yaakov. Yaakov has both. No, Yaakov is Tiferes. Tiferes is, is Chesed and Gvuru together. So Yaakov has both Avram and Yitzchak. It is given un gitan avedas eichin chutzlaritz. Yaakov was able to go down and do his avedin chutzlaritz. And it's a harab gilas in the makom amata. He lowers himself down into the place of the mata, like Avram Avinu going down to Mitzrayim, or Avram Avinu who dealt with the Arvim. 
Not only did he illuminate the area, but then walk away and not impact it permanently, Yaakov was able to go down into the Mata and change it permanently that all of his children should follow in his footsteps. Yaakov, uh, Avram lost, lost Yishmael. Esa, uh, Yishak lost Esa. But Yaakov uses the advantage of Avram that he's able to go down into the lowest of the low. He uses the advantage of Yitzchak, which is which transforms the below and was able to create mitasei shleima even in Mitzrayim, even in Chutzlaretz. And therefore, like like Avram, Yaakov was also able to marry shvachis maids, maid servants. Because from Yaakov's Yitzchak could not make uh, uh, from a shivcha uh, that the tildes be connected to him. Because Yitzchak can't go down so low. But Yaakov did have the power of Avram to go down very low. And he had the power of Yitzchak to be, to, to, to transform. And therefore, by, by Yaakov, the toldest of the Shvachis could become Shvatim. Anfei ha'ilon, branches of the tree. The Shvatim of Hashem, they could become uh, uh, the highest level, just like, all the, just like the, the, the other children of Yaakov Avinu. So that was, uh, uh, parenthetically speaking, that the Aved of Avram and Yitzchak is drawn down into, into Yaakov, who takes the best of both of them and does his Aved. So now we understand the Eilat Tildus Yitzchak is We understand that the Tildus of Yitzchak is Esau. Because the parish is talking about the Aved of Yitzchak, which is expressed in the Tildus of uh, uh, in in Esav specifically, where we see that where you see the Yaakov, in Yaakov you don't see this dichotomy. Yaakov took the place of, of, of Yitzchak, but you don't see the Uftu of Yitzchak there. The fact that Esav, even though he never did Shuvah, was able to be connected to Esav at least Mitzad Reishay is the Uftu of Yitzchak that he goes down into the Mata and he deals with the Mata and transforms and elevates the Mata, and therefore Esav could stay connected to him. And that's and, and that's the teichin of this parasha. We saw it in the Gerar. We saw it in in um, in Chafidis Beidus in the digging of the wells. And 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 we're going to see it soon in the. Uh, now we're going to see it in Siftes in the Brachas. But also in the Brachas, you see this Nakuda of Yitzchak, how he's trying to reveal the goodness, the spark of holiness that exists in the Mata. And and once we get once we understand that we see that the whole parsha's tildes is talking about the aveda of Yitzchak, the aveda of 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 transforming the matter to reveal the godliness that lakus that exists within it. And you see that more than anything else in Esav. Now we'll understand why a great part, great, uh, uh, big portion, a lion's portion of the Tzedr talks about the preparation for the Brachas and the Brachas. Because this too 
represents the Aved of Yitzchak and now it's connects to Esav. The time of Yitzchak got given bench and Esav. The reason that Yitzchak wanted to bless Esav, Afal even though he knew where Esav, what Esav looked like. He knew what, where, where, where Esav was holding. He is, nevertheless, he wanted to give him a Saeed He has game in his mouth, which means to say there is something there to be taken from him. In the head of Esav. Meaning to say, from the root and the source of Esav, there are very high sparks. As we find that Esav, many Gerim come from Esav, not very many Gerim come from Yishmael. Esav has this incredible potential, which is why Gerim come from the children of Esav. As mentioned earlier, to dig out and to discover, to uncover the, the living waters that are hidden deep within the earth. What Yitzchak wanted to do was through the brachas to dig out and reveal within of the living waters. The, the, the holy sparks that are in the head of Esav. From Yitzchak's perspective, Esav is capable of this. But once Esav left, is a nit can cleat to the brachas. There is not anymore a receptacle for these blessings. Therefore, these brachas were given to Yaakov because Yaakov has the power to be mavar Esav, like we just said in the previous if that Yaakov has the power of Avram and Yitzchak combined. So therefore, he could, he could um, uh, be mavar Esav, but that's only after Yatzim Menu. Where Yitzchak is looking at it from Reisha to Esav, there is so much potential there. And Yitzchak's job is to uncover and reveal and harness that potential and, and transform it. And therefore, Birchas Yitzchak also is an expression of Avedis Yitzchak, which is to reveal the hidden sparks, to reveal the hidden potential, and to transform. And now we, uh, we have the full picture of this parsha. If you're going in, we, we didn't begin to even to even uh, uh, think deep, this deeply into it. But every aspect of this parsha is all a, 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 a representation of the Aveda of Yitzchak, specifically as Yitzchak relates to Esav. And that's why, according to the Medrash, Eila told us the name of the parsha. And the told us that we're talking about here is the Esav. Let's go to the Hero. It has to be a lesson, a very beautiful, practical lesson in Sif Yud. The Hero from the Malam Tzu and Ziz, the, the, the lesson is, to us, is the pastors is very simple. Before Matan Teira has the title Yisrael Yid, the Farbaser is Yitzchak Tazun because he is Yitzchak's child. Given a moment, regardless of the fact that he was a rebel, the fact that he rebelled against against his father, and if Yitzchak worked so hard to uh, to dig in. To, or dig out rather, and uncover the deep potential that Esav has. Allah has come from Eden, not Matan Teder. Most certainly by Eden after Matan Teder. But okay, Ach v'Chai is funi Yadin Eden. Nit kuken dik in vos for a maim in the matzvah is also kifin in his anechi avai, which the koyach of every yid, regardless of the situation they're in, is from anechi avai from the eibister himself. Mufrat as eich the Eden was anechi the boys and the eich in zerichit zinis diket zir muus. The ein arichacher from chinas Esav, especially since Yidden, even to those who are not in the proper form. Meaning to say they're not on the right level. They're still 
infinitely higher than Esav, in Sukkot to them was in Unzer Zeiten. Since the Rubin Kukulim in Sukkot to in addition to the fact that in our times, most of the people that have fallen or that are not living up to their potential, they are in the category of a baby that was captured, meaning to say that they don't know better, they're not even doing it because they, uh, for the enjoyment of it, they just don't know better. Most certainly, that we have to dedicate ourselves to be Makariv, to bring closer any, every Yid, even those that are very far, to grubbin, der grubbin sich, um to dig, and to dig in, to dig deep, um and to, to reach the source, and to reveal the, the living waters that exist by every Yid. But we must caution you with something. That the style of Kirov has to be, as the Mishnah says, to bring them closer to the Torah. We have to bring them closer and elevate the Brias, the creations to Torah. And not, God forbid, to bring the Torah to the people. When Tarnit Machen came, Sarah and Tato Mitzvah, you're not allowed to compromise when it comes to Tato Mitzvah. I feel as a maintenance, as Durkdem, that when bringing Eden entered to Tato Mitzvah, even if you think that this will bring a Yid closer, Tato is a medes laad ul ilme ilamim. Teda is eternal, it doesn't change, you can add to it, you can take away from it. And therefore you cannot make any compromises. As this is alluded to in the Rashi in the beginning of the Parsha, it says, This is Yaakov and Esau that are spoken about in the Parsha. That's the literal meaning. They're discussed in this parasha. But on a deeper meaning, Rashi is telling us, with what Esav could be the child of Yitzchak, that Esav is in parasha in Teda. The Esav that's in the Teda. The one that is being refined and elevated by Yaakov according to the instructions of Teda. But if you make up your own rules and you compromise, then that's not Amur and parasha. That's not Esav that's in the Teda. That's a different Esav. And that's not Telus Yitzchak. Telus Yitzchak are the, is, is the Esav that is being Niskariv to Yaakov according to Amur and Parsha, according to the rules that are in the Torah. When the Eitzah there too is, so how do you, how are you Makariv Ayid without compromise? This, the, 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 uh, the, the method is to cook enough Yenim. Vier is Mitzad Reisha. To look at Ayid the way he is from the perspective of his head. The higher level. Because then you don't look at the at the at the uh at how he looks externally, how low he has fallen. You see the Ha, the, the loftiness of his inherent and true situation. On that level, he is capable and wants to do the whole Tater. You're trying to compromise because you think he's not Shaykh to it. If you looked at who he truly is, if you look at him, you will see that he wants to do everything. And he's capable of doing everything. Then you have no reason to compromise. And therefore he's able, he, and he will do everything in his power to elevate him, to bring him closer to the Abishter, to his Teda and his Mitzvahs, to Teda Tmimah, to the complete Teda. So that's how you make of someone. You make of someone by bringing them closer, by, by, by recognizing that they're greater than Esau, and that therefore, therefore, if if we spend so much, Yitzchak spends so much effort on Esav, we must spend so much effort on every single Yid, but not by bringing, bringing the Torah down to them, but by elevating them to the Torah. How 
do we do that by by recognizing the greatness of the yid that that, that he has a reisha that mitzad his source he wants to do everything and then he could do everything and he will do everything without compromises.